Blessings, everyone. My name is Braden McKenzie, and welcome to Into Stillness, the meditation podcast. This is just going to be a short, uh, informal information episode on my personal meditation journey, how I got into meditation, um, how I progressed, and you know where I'm at now, and why it's become such a big part of my message and my life. Before we get started, I just want to make uh, a little bit of announcement. I will be starting to do some live meditations over Zoom uh, starting in uh, just a week or two. There will be donation-based classes, so you can join in for free. And if you feel like donating for the class, there's also an option to do that as well. Um, I'll be doing, you know, completely original meditations, um, I'll do a poll each week to see what kind everyone is interested in doing. And then based on the poll, I'll do the most uh, popular choice. I'm really looking forward to doing this and uh, sharing these meditations that I've created in a more personal way, uh, live and with everyone who enjoys the podcast. So I think I would split my meditation journey into three separate phases that would be pre-teacher training um, during my teacher training and then post-teacher training pre-teacher training um i had no idea what i was doing you know i started out very trial and error when it came to meditation um i was never interested in it in the beginning of my yoga journey or you know my mindfulness journey it seemed like some kind of wishy-washy thing uh you know just sitting there with yourself you know <laughs> not doing much but that was just my own misunderstanding and misinformation when it came to the practice um i'd only seen it from the outside i'd never experienced it um to any degree that would allow me a better understanding of it. And so when my yoga journey eventually led me in to wanting to practice meditation and wanting to understand more of this mindfulness practice, this, you know, this inward journey that it's uh, started to look to me as that's what it was. Um, it, you know, it began as I think a lot of people's do with just sitting, um, trying to meditate, uh, you know, doing slightly, you know, a little bit of research online, mainly following guided meditations from teachers that I had been introduced to. But that was essentially, yeah, you know, I would just sit down, breathe. I didn't even know how to properly breathe yet, um, or how to properly sit. I was constantly, you know, distracted the whole time. I thought I was doing it wrong. I was very discouraged by the fact of of not knowing and thinking I was in error, believing that I was doing something wrong, which is definitely a beginner mindset when it comes to meditation. All these negative thoughts definitely take hold fairly easily and it can be very discouraging. So that's why I say in the beginning it was very trial and error. I've tried it. I wouldn't be consistent. I would doubt myself. And that kind of 
steered me in a direction of distancing myself from the practice because of my own unknowing and inexperience. I think the next level past this trial and error phase I was experiencing was one of my very first teachers, um, one of my biggest inspirations, Dylan Warner. He released a sound into silence meditation um, package or classes. It was, it was about five different classes um, of guided meditations that he had created that he would guide you through while playing his, uh, his rav drum. And these are really connected with, um, they seemed, his instruction and, you know, the basicness of it mixed with the, the beautiful music of the rav drum, it allowed me to be more consistent. It, it was comforting. I definitely found it easier to do these every day because he was one of the first teachers I'd ever really, you know, connected with and found such inspiration from. I felt like him leading me on this, you know, these guided meditations, it was something I could more consistently attach myself to and find benefit from. And his instruction was, was basic enough and, and good for the beginner. And it had such good concepts related to each class that I found it very helpful. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that I sought out his teacher training uh, in particular, um, outside of obviously his impressive physical practice, but I could tell there was much more to what you would learn at this teacher training, which I will get to more later in this episode. Um, but that was definitely the step after my trial and error phase of not really knowing what I was doing. Now I was starting to have more of a basic understanding and a better interest and a healthier interest in the practice. So my next step would be the lead up to my very first teacher training, which was with Dylan Werner. And he had two pre-training requirements that everyone had to complete. And that was read two books from a set list and also do a 30 hour meditation journal. So the one book I would attribute to my definite super interest in meditation is called The Journey Home. And it's about this individual from America not finding purpose in the Western lifestyle, searching out something more spiritual. And, you know, his journey traveling out east and really discovering his purpose in life. And, you know, he takes you on his journey through meditation, through the whole thing. And it was just a fascinating book. This by Radhana Swami. If anyone wants to read it, I definitely recommend it. But this book, coupled with the 30 hours of meditation we were supposed to do, it really attached me to the practice. It solidified my desire to deepen the practice. It did deepen my practice. You know, you do 30 hours of meditation in a couple months and, you know, tell me it didn't help you. It's, it's very helpful. Um, I started to notice the benefits before I even knew what the benefits were. This allowed me to, you know, attach my practice to the benefits that I discovered come from meditation later on down the line. So moving on from the pre-teacher training phase, now I had a really healthy interest in meditation. 
It was something I was consistently doing every day, consistently reflecting on. And that really culminated in my first teacher training, which was with Dylan Werner. Now, this was a very, I don't want to say difficult. It was difficult, but it was very rewarding. And there was, um, you know, there were strict things we had to do every day. And one of them was waking up fairly early and completing half an hour of meditation each morning before our two to three hour asana practice. This actually wasn't mandatory, but I think because he had the stipulation that it's not mandatory, that, you know, you wanted to do it. You wanted to get everything out of this teacher training. And I think if you wouldn't have completed this half an hour meditation each morning, um, with the label that it wasn't required, you would feel like you weren't giving your all to the experience. So waking up each morning in this beautiful place in Austria with this amazing yoga shala and meditating with all these other teacher trainees and Dylan himself for half an hour in complete silence was just, you know, it was a wonderful experience. There's definitely a feeling you get when you're meditating with a group of people as opposed to by yourself. Like, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. If you've experienced it before, if you haven't, I hope you do in the future. There's, there's just an energy to that many people practicing at the same time, you know, looking inward, breathing, experiencing, you know, complete presence um, with each other. So over the course of this teacher training, this everyday half an hour practice with all these wonderful people and Dylan, it leveled up my practice, but I didn't have a solid understanding still of what I was doing. I don't know if it just didn't connect with me or maybe it wasn't explained well enough, but it was definitely a very mindfulness meditation focus. Um, we did go over meditation and stuff like that, but I don't know, like it just didn't click in my head and what I'm trying to do. It was kind of just, the inklings were there. Like I, I, I understood that I'm trying to focus my mind on something, but I still didn't really feel that, that click, you know, that, that deeper connection or understanding of meditation. So a few months after I completed this teacher training, I went on my second teacher training with uh, Daniel Rama and Shakti. And I would say it's during this teacher training and Daniel's explanation of meditation and, and him introducing me to Japa meditation, where I really found my stride and my connection with the practice. And, you know, it definitely provided that base for what would later become one of my main focuses in life, which is teaching meditation and trying to get as many people practicing and into the practice as I can. You know, I don't know what about it specifically clicked in my head, but we were just sitting in the yoga shala one day with Daniel in Bali. And he's discussing uh, what meditation is to him and what he thinks it is and his description of meditation, you know, a single point of concentration. And then coupling that with the practice of japa and it just became something incredible to me. 
I'd never felt like an understanding with the practice as much as it had on that particular day. And I think that really shines a light on just how important the teacher role is and who you discover and connect with in a role like that. Because I've been to Dylan, who was, you know, one of my greatest inspirations ever. And then Daniel was honestly, um, before coming on the teacher training, I had just seen him online and I was very impressed with his physical practice and like booking that teacher training was a little bit of a whim actually. And, you know, then I find this really great connection with him and his teaching of meditation that, you know, it kind of took me by surprise, but it was ultimately one of the greatest moments in my meditation journey is learning from him and being introduced into Japa meditation and getting initiated into my own mantra. It was, you know, it was a really, really beautiful experience. And I definitely promote everyone in finding such teachers in your life, um, teachers that, that you have these sorts of moments with and who connect with you and can pass on this information and really inspire your practice in such profound ways and provide just you know great understanding it's very important i don't i'm not sure i would have got there if i had not went on that teacher training or maybe not have got there um so quickly so yeah that was that was awesome the second part on my teacher training journey was definitely um the most profound and where i found uh, the most understanding after I got home from the teacher training in Bali with Daniel Rama and Shakti, I was so into meditation that I actually looked for an online meditation teacher training. Because what I had at this moment was two 200-hour yoga teacher trainings. But I didn't have anything in the way of, of meditation certification or whatnot. For some reason, I believed I needed that. Um, so this is what I searched for, and I found kelly smith online she had a 30-hour completely online teacher training program which i ended up taking which is you know it's a really good decision i think because it introduced me to a whole bunch of meditation uh, styles and practices that i had never heard of before it taught me the basics of writing my own meditations um, the importance of the teacher role um, just a whole bunch of stuff and, and a lot of the practical applications of the course, like the final project, creating my own meditation that I had to record and everything like that, and all the exercises throughout the course, I found very stimulating to my uh, my journey as becoming a meditation teacher. So I definitely recommend that kind of training as well, even if you know, it wasn't so traditional as my training with Daniel, where it was very much based on his experience in the ashram that he uh, lived in for a few years. So it was a very traditional sense uh, with the Japa meditation and the like. But the more new age stuff that I got from Kelly's course was very helpful. And I definitely took a lot away from that. 
So that would be my three steps on the teacher training phase of my journey with Dylan Werner, Daniel Rama and Shakti and uh, Kelly Smith. So now we're moving into what I would consider my uh, post teacher training phase. You know, and I went on these difficult 200 hour teacher trainings because, you know, I was obsessed with the physical movements and I really wanted to be that teacher teaching these, you know, really hard classes and doing all these fancy arm balances and all that stuff like that. And, you know, while I do really enjoy that side of the practice and I, I do spend still quite a bit of time on them, I, you know, I just became super interested in teaching meditation and really incorporating that into what I teach and it being a staple of what I share with everyone. And so that led me into creating my guided meditation podcast into stillness, um, which has since become just a meditation podcast uh, so I can share, you know, anything I like in the practice of meditation, not just, you know, all these guided journeys that I love making. You know, and from there, I, it led me into creating uh, Meditation 101, which is my online course that teaches you know, a complete beginner um, or even an intermediate practitioner in meditation on how to build an at-home practice that will, you know, fit their lifestyle and really let them excel in meditation, you know, and my book, you know, that you can buy off my website, um, all about the practice of meditation, which goes over a lot of the stuff I teach in the meditation course, um, but it you know, it doesn't have the direct contact with me, um, with the video practices and all the custom guided meditations I made for it. So, you know, I went from a student who was just, you know, completely fascinated by the physical aspect. And, you know, now my focus is definitely more to the subtle, which, you know, that is a standard progression in a lot of yoga journeys is the uh the gross to the subtle you know the the fancy movements and the physical practice are what draws you to it but ultimately as you continue down this path um you focus a lot more on the subtle side of everything and you know that's why i find myself now and i think it's really a beautiful progression for me as a teacher and for what i share with everyone and so now i'm you know building these workshops and live classes and live meditations I hope to be sharing in the near future that while there is a physical aspect uh, to the workshop and the live classes, it's really around moving from that, that gross to subtle that, you know, building a foundation for ultimately the main focus of the practice, which is the meditation portion and which is, you know, what I love sharing most. So I hope, you know, I hope these classes and the podcast and my workshops and uh, everything I continue to share in the future um, really connects with, you know, who I'm looking to draw into meditation. You know, that person that's curious about meditation, could be maybe frustrated with the practice, who's had a meditation practice before but hasn't stuck, you know. I really just want everyone 
to discover the, you know, the beauty and the crazy amount of benefits that just, you know, this meditation practice can bring. It's wild how beneficial, you know, just sitting and being with yourself and your breath and, you know, focusing the mind in a particular direction uh, can be to you. You know, as for what's next for me um, in this meditation journey, you know, I have a lot of stuff I want to do, but mainly it's just continue, continuing to share um, everything I create, you know, as I progress, hopefully, you know, draw as many people to the practice as I can, connect with all of you around the world and, uh, you know, continue to push the boundaries of my creativity when it comes to creating these meditations and the offerings that I hope to share with everybody. And just to, before we close this out, um, a few recommendations for anybody interested in meditation. Uh, maybe this is the first podcast of mine you're listening to. You know, just keep it simple. Keep it consistent, you know, and, and be very generous and forgiving to yourself. This isn't something that you should find um, wrong in what you're doing or have negative feelings towards, you know. It can be hard at times, yes, that's definitely true, but the more we look inward and the more we work on our internal selves, the better we'll be able to share ourselves and, and help all those around us. There's a direct correlation between a consistent meditation practice and the kindness that you can offer to all beings around the world and all life, you will definitely find that with a consistent meditation practice, trust me. You know, I've seen it myself, I've seen it in tons of others. Every great teacher I've had, you can see it in them. So, you know, all these experiences I've had definitely prove that and I, I continue to believe it's one of the most beneficial daily practices a person can have. And if we can get every single person on the planet meditating, uh, I think you'll see a lot of great change in this world. If you've made it this far into the podcast, you know, I'm truly grateful. This is a bit of a different episode than I'm used to sharing. Um, but I definitely want to do more of these and, you know, share more of my personal journey and personal outlook on the meditation practice in the hopes that it can inspire more people and continue to uh, draw more people to the practice and help you along your own journey. Next week, I will be back with another guided meditation. Uh, I think it's a rainy day practice. I'm not sure what I have on the schedule, but I'm sure it'll be a good one. And I truly thank you for allowing me to share everything I do with you. Until next time, and with love, namaste.